Welcome to the Pilot Wife Podcast. I'm thrilled to be here with you, Jackie Elmer. And today on the show, I am going to be sharing with you um, my annual focus word draw for 2023. And now is the time that most people look ahead to what they want to do and accomplish in this next 365 days. And most specifically, if you're fully aware and present, who you want to become in this next year so that you can accomplish those goals and accomplish more of what it is that you truly want. And then many people just like me look backwards on the year that's ending to find those lessons, those nuggets, to look at the goals that we set for ourselves back in January and at the end of December of last year and see just how we did um, rate and evaluate ourselves and possibly make some plans for how we can show up better or do more of what we did already that was great and really step into that role of who we're becoming. So today I'm sharing my word of the year for 2023, how I go about choosing it. And this was recorded uh, live on New Year's Eve and shared on Facebook. Wheels up, we're airborne. Welcome to the Pilot Wife and Aviation Podcast. I'm Jackie Elmer, an aviation professional and pilot wife for over 30 years, and I'm your co-captain. I have some free resources to help you live your best aviation and high-achieving life at resources.pilotwifepodcast.com. Buckle up, stow your bags, and let's unpack the high-altitude life. Now I've been choosing a word of the year since the late 90s. I don't I don't remember when it was I started and I wasn't tracking things. But a few years ago, about 2016, I think it was, I started tracking my words and I started really using them to grow me as a person. Because prior to that, I would often choose a word and within a month, I seldom even remembered what the word was. It had no real meaning to me. I would choose something that sounded cool or trendy or something I was aspiring to be, but not because the word really landed on me necessarily. Well, four years ago, I really changed things up and I share that process for allowing the word to choose me on the show. And I will tell you, this absolutely changed everything for me. It's created an intentional approach to... Uh, growing with and learning from that word. Now, a few of my past words over the years have been uh, 2016, my word was focus, 2017, faith. Um, and in 2017, I had just relocated back to Scottsdale, Arizona. I remember choosing that word thinking, I have to have faith that everything is going to play out as, exactly as it's supposed to with this move, moving my business, everything that's supposed to happen for us. 2018, my word was systemize. And the reason I chose that word is because 2017, I had spent a lot of time running around to networking groups and really growing my name out in the Phoenix area, going to as many things as I can, speaking to real estate groups, network marketing groups, coaches, entrepreneurs, any place I could get my name out there, I got out there and did it. Then in 2018, I really realized it was important for me to put systems in place in my business. 
What was I going to do with all those people that I met at networking events, the people that filled out forms when I would speak live at events that were looking for coaching, looking for um, assistance. So I really had to systemize my approach to my business. So in 2017, the word faith served me. In 2018, the word systemize served me. And then in 2019, my word was mastering practice. Again, that was an intentional word that was chosen because I um, needed to then operate from a place where every day I was mastering the practice of those systems that I put into a place. A lot of people didn't understand that word mastering practice or that phrase, they thought it maybe should be practice mastery or something like that. But for me, it made total sense because I've put all this infrastructure into place. Now I just need to master the practice of the skills to pay the bills, as I always say. Now in 2020, that's when I believe I first started letting the word choose me. And that year, the word that chose me, again, watch the show or listen so that you can hear um, how I go about that process. But accomplished was important to me because especially during the pandemic, it was important to me to figure out how can I show up every day accomplished? How can I get out of my pajamas, stop binge watching Netflix, and really um, be a person who became a leader or showed up as a leader during that time? And every day I could check the box box of accomplished in my five areas that matter to me, faith, family and friends, fun, fitness, and finance. 2021, the word resilient chose me, which was quite interesting following the year 2020. And I think you know what I mean. And then in 2022, this past year, my word was present. Now, when I drew that word, I partially remembered putting it into my jar to draw from, but I was very curious how that word was going to show up and serve me. And boy, I have to tell you of all of the years and all of the words, that word has kicked my booty around town quite a bit. And it's made me stretch and grow. And more than anything, I've learned a lot about myself. I've literally shifted my self-image. I've written out my vision for who I want to be who I am today and who I'm striving to become and the steps that I need to take to get there. So 2022 was seriously one of the biggest growth years of my entire life. Um, I realized that I ended up putting aside most of my business goals and the things that I was striving to achieve for 2022 and really focused in on who I am, who I want to become, how I want to continue to show up and make impact and how I can be present each moment with those things that really matter to me. So also on the show, I reference writing a letter from my future self talking to my present day self. So after I draw my word, um, or actually after I drew my word, I sat down and I wrote out my future letter looking backward from December 31st, 2023 to myself. And it's something that I read every day to remind myself, how do I need to show up? And how do I need to be consistent? What what uh, methodologies and what do I need to do each day so that I can be that person to accomplish what it is that I want at the end of the year in all of the important areas of my life? 
Now, I also referenced the wig that I'm wearing for fun for New Year's Eve, and you can see it on Facebook or YouTube, um, and also uh, the thumbnail of this particular video because I have it there. It was purely just for fun, and I had a number of people reach out to make sure that I was okay and not ill and suffering hair loss or any other reason for wearing the wig. And I just want to say, if that was you, um, thank you so much. I appreciate that concern. It never dawned on me when I put that video and those photos out there that it might create concern. So I just want to say, I appreciate that. Okay. And with that, here is the episode. Hello and happy New Year's Eve. I'm Jackie Almer. And as I do every year, I am about to draw my word of the year for 2023. Now, if you've followed me for any length of time, you know that over the last few years, I've taken on a different path to choose my word of the year. In the past, I always would sit down and write out a list of words that really I felt like embodied something that that I was pushing to become. I wanted to do better, earn more money, or perform in some way. And I would choose a word that I thought would enable me to live up and do better toward my goals. And as I mentioned, very often this word ultimately began to feel forced and not necessarily authentic. And about, I think this is my fifth year, so about four years ago, I got the idea, what if I allowed the word to come to me? So starting somewhere in October, I write a whole list. I get a bunch of little papers and I just have them sitting by my um, journaling nook where I get up every morning and do my daily thought download and my morning routine and my morning pages and my journaling. And if a word would come to me that morning or even throughout the day, I would just grab a piece of paper and a pen and I would just jot the word down, fold it up and drop it into this little bowl. And usually, as you can see, by the time December 31st rolls around, New Year's Eve, I would have somewhere around 50 words in the bowl. Now, sometimes the word is in there more than once. Sometimes it's only in there one time. And a lot of times when I finally draw the word, I don't remember all the words that I put in there because it was something that came to me. Maybe I was reading a specific book or focusing on something, asking my brain to solve some problems and words would come to me and I would drop them in there. And then on the 31st, just like today, I have a little ceremony that I do and then I draw my word. So for the last couple of days in my journal, I've been working on my year in review. And what I do is I get back out my journal, I go through and I read through the journal entries. I do my journal color-coded, as you can see there, and I have specific colors that help me pick out key concepts, key phrases, key things that I want to focus in on. Um, So I would, would focus on those, focus on my five things that I write down each morning that I am committed to, big ideas. Um, I have a a placemat process that I use, kind of using the Abraham Hicks model where I write down things I'm committed to doing and then those things that I'm putting out there to the universe to help me problem solve and find the answers toward. So I just go back through and I do a review with this and my day timer. I look at the month in review. Where did I travel to? What did I do? How did I spend time with family, with friends? What were those key things that were on my mind? And then at the end of my journal, usually I plan it out this way. I will go through and here's January and February and March. I'll go through 
all the way through and journal out key events, key things, key people, and then kind of my closing thoughts for that month. And then I'll go through and look through the whole year and use that year to weigh out where I started the year, how I progressed on my goals, and what I learned most specifically and the person who I became along the way. Now, my 2022 word was present. And as most often happens, I'm usually somewhat resistant or puzzled to what the meaning is of the word that I actually draw. And when I drew the word present, I thought, gosh, you know, what is this about? What am I going to do with this word? Um, well, I'm going to tell you that as much resistance as I had to it, it has totally been a butt kicker and a game changer for me because what I did is I really took this word. I would start with it every morning. I would write it at the top pages of my journal. I had it in my day timer. I had it everywhere to remind myself, how am I being present in the moment? How am I being present with the person I'm with, a coaching client, my husband, my children, my personal relationships, business relationships, a project that I'm working on, my nutrition, my fitness, how am I fully being present and in the moment? And as someone who can be very future focused, this was very important and very relevant to me. So um, that word really has challenged me and I'm so grateful for it. I don't remember if I have it in here again because I've thought about it and thought how wonderful it would be honestly to repeat it and see what growth process I have along the way at the end of this next year. But we will see here in just a moment what the word is that I draw. I've had other words accomplished, um, resilient was my year for 2021, my, my word for 2021, which I thought was so funny coming off the, the pandemic. Um, I think accomplished was my word for, it was for 2020, which was interesting in light then of what everything that happened. So I'm gonna go ahead and draw my word. I'm super excited. Oh, by the way, um, this is my wig that my good friend and mastermind partner, Lee Woodward, gifted to me. And we're headed out tonight for New Year's Eve for a burning bowl ceremony, which I'm super excited to attend. And I thought, you know what? I'm gonna surprise her um, and just have some fun with myself playing dress up and wearing this fabulous wig. So that's the reason for the wig. One of the things that I learned about being present in this past year is to just have fun with myself. I wore this wig more. I wore a whole lot more hats, which you may have seen. I really worked on cleaning out my wardrobe, curating my wardrobe and having fun, almost playing dress up as I would go out and about and just um, allowing that to help me enhance my self-image, my self-confidence, my vision for myself and my future. Now, after I draw this word, the one final thing that I will do in my journal to close it out for the year is I will write a letter to my future self. Actually, what I do is I write a letter from my future self to myself today. And oftentimes I'll do two. I plan to do two tonight, a letter one year from now, looking back, because I've already written out my goals. I know what my big goal is that I'm working on. I know my smaller goals. I've broken it up into projects and tasks. I've calendared it out and I've focused on my five favorite F areas. As you've heard me say before, my five value areas, faith, family, and fun. Uh, I'm sorry, family and friends, fun, fitness, and finance. And that incorporates everything that matters to me 
in my life. So I'm focused on those five big areas. I have goals and tasks and projects for all of those. So I will close out tonight writing a letter a year from now, looking back, talking to myself today, and then a letter from my future self five years from now, talking to myself. And it'll be interesting to see. I'll hang on to these and then I'll reflect back to how all that has turned out. So with that, I'm going to do a little toast. Typically I do a champagne toast. This is actually raspberry lemonade. Um, some of you know I went dry in August and I've been alcohol free since August, learning some new things about myself. Um, again, getting really present, learning to avoid numbing out using alcohol. No, I don't have a drinking problem. I just decided I wanted to let it go for a bit, test it out, see who I become, see who I am, see what I learn about myself, develop that self-discipline muscle again, and um, maybe sleep better, do some different things, which by the way, my dry January challenge starts tomorrow. Go to throttlebackthebottle.com, opt in. It's a free 31-day challenge that's gonna give you daily prompts, some recipes, some ideas, some encouragement, some education for you. So cheers to, 2022 and a 2023. And now, ooh, that's tart. That's homemade lemonade. Fresh squeezed lemon, a little bit of stevia, and water. With that, I'm going to draw. I'm going to reach in here and move everything all around. And I'm going to know that whatever the exact right word is that needs to be with me this year is going to find me. I like to say, what I'm seeking is seeking me. And here it is. It's a pink one. There's nothing to the color coding. Substance. Substance. I have to tell you, I don't even remember putting that word in there. Probably can't read it, but there it is, substance. So I will use this word and weigh in every day. How can I be a woman of substance? How can I show up as someone with substance in my relationships, in my fitness, in my health and wellness, in my fun, in my family and relationships. I think I already said that. Certainly in my finances and my business, in the content that I put out there, how might I be a woman of substance? If you've drawn a word, I would love to hear what it is. Please share with me. And here's to making 2023 absolutely filled with substance. Thanks for watching. So pilot wives and fellow aviators, my word is substance. And I've already started using this. Every day I ask myself, how does a woman of substance operate for the day? How does she show up? How does she dress? How does she interact with others? How does she go about building and working her business? How does she provide value and impact to others? Um, how does she be someone of substance? So I mentioned that I also draw a word of the month or it's something new I'm trying this year. For January, my word is curate. So one of the things that I've been working on over the course of 2022 is literally curating everything about my environment from my closet, my dresser drawers, my wardrobe, my clothing, jewelry, makeup, um, my desk drawers, my cabinets, really cleaning out everything that doesn't serve me and curating a collection of the best things that truly help me become the person I want to be and serve me at the highest level. So I would love to hear from you. What's your word? Do you choose a word or does it choose you? 
and how will it serve you in 2023? And what are your thoughts on choosing a word for the month as well to go along with it? All right. Thanks so much for listening today, and I'll see you on the next show. Do you ever find yourself on the struggle bus with relationships, career, or life in general? I'm a mindset and peak performance coach, helping women rediscover their own sense of identity and purpose, avoid turbulence, and put their own oxygen mask on first. Together, we work to get you out of autopilot and create a better flight plan for life and relationship success. As a pilot wife for over 30 years, I've navigated thousands of miles and moments in aviation, mommyhood, business, and life in general. I would love to offer you a free call to see if I might be able to help you too. You can go to coach.pilotwifepodcast.com. And if you have a topic suggestion or a story to share on the show, go to ask.pilotwifepodcast.com. And of course, you'll find all of this at resources.pilotwifepodcast.com. Please take a moment to review and rate the show on whatever your favorite podcast app is. This helps the show get found by others who need what we have here. And you might win some fun swag for your troubles. I'll see you on the journey. And thanks for listening.